0: All right. Hello. Welcome to the Artificially Intelligent Podcast. And I'm going to say it that way because uh, I haven't looked into this, but I'm going to be sneaky. Uh, Mike Dalton, who is with us, uh, with, the, with uh, Barrett and I, uh, I'll make introductions in a second, came up with the name Artificially Intelligent. And he Googled it, and I Googled it, and nothing came up. And so we went with it, and then somehow Googled it again. And suddenly there were two other podcasts out there. It's like, what the fuck? So what I'm going to do is call this the Artificially Intelligent Podcast. All, you know, the Artificially Intelligent Podcast. Four words, put that in the title. And that way, when uh, I create the page now, you, you, you know, they say, yeah, this is Artificially Intelligent. Okay, but we're the Artificially Intelligent Podcast. So that's going to, I'm going to try and make an end around so we can keep the name. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the that's the introduction. That's so, uh, welcome to the Artificially Intelligent Podcast, everyone. With me, as always, is uh, Antar Goodwin, music- musician in Philadelphia. Indeed. indeed. I am oh, Nathan Timmel, comedian in Iowa, and we have our good friend Mike Dalton, uh, former truck driver in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Indeed. I didn't think of. I didn't ask you how you wanted be, to be represented, so I just came up with that on the spur of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Just some. Just some guy in Oconomowoc. Just some guy, <laughs> cupcake fan is how I know him. Because yeah. the last yes. time he was in my neck of the woods, I took him to a little cupcake oh. place, and he bought yeah, the place that, out. Yeah, <laughs> that
1: place was fantastic. Most of them made it home. Wow. <laughs> well, what's wow. uh, what that was six hour drive from your place?
0: Uh To Oconomowoc, three, four, three to Madison, so about four to Oconomowoc. Yeah, okay. Not so most three. of them made it yeah <laughs> all right so let's uh, uh barrett and i talked during the week off and we realized that uh, we go down a lot of tangents and it might be nice of us to sort of focus like Brian <laughs> pick a topic and talk about it for an hour and we'll we'll see how that goes this will be the first week sort of attempting that and
1: well, I, i'm probably the wrong guy to have on here for that <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well we'll see how it goes well this the topic i came up with is um fluid in a sense because in my mind the topic is we're living in interesting times uh some people are angry because of this and others actually i think uh, politically both the left and right are angry but for different reasons i think they're just angry at one another and i step back and uh, just sort of like huh Watch both of them be angry and and find it interesting. And I related all of this to religion, and now I'm going to start explaining it, and then we'll start the conversation. So what I find interesting is, let's start with the big religions. You have Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, and Christianity. And they are considered, in a sense, valid because they're so old that we have Written documentation of how they were formed, but that's been edited, and you know we're we're so many centuries away from it that who can really say? So it's it's a matter of faith. Then we have religions like Mormonism, which we know exactly how it started. So yeah, people believe it, but a lot more people go, but it's fake. Joseph Smith, like, look what he did with the seer stones and made it up, and then it's it's bullshit so it's too new to be considered truly valid and relating that to politics. And today I find it interesting that we are witnessing we're not even six months out. We are not even, we're recording on Monday, June 21st. We are six months past the January 6th inter- insurrection and we are actively watching lies being told to try and change the narrative. We, we have video we have more video than we've ever had in any point in history. This is not like he said, then she said, then he said that she, this is not getting passed down from generations. We have documentation. We have video, we have audio, we have witnesses on the ground who said, this is what happened. And yet the right is already trying to alter that history so that it will be muddled in years to come. And that's scary, but it's also fascinating. And, Maybe it's how I'm wired and maybe it's just cuz I'm old but I'm sure when I was in my 20s I would have gotten worked up and gotten angry about it and maybe gone and protested but I just sit back and watch now. Let's let's start there. Let's open the floor there. We can we can talk about religion or politics or but that that was the theme was was watching the changing of history or watching history happen or validity, however you want to explain it. I said we'd be focused and I just tossed out three sort of <laughs> separate topics right off the bat.
2: Well, I'm going to um, say, Mike,
0: you should go first. Oh, I was going to say you should go first. Oh, boy. but uh, I'm going to say I'm going to shut up because I just talked <clears throat> for like five minutes and nobody wants to hear any more of me.
1: Um, I, <clears throat> I don't know. You, you're right in that it's a fascinating time to watch. I mean, I, I, for myself, when I watched what was happening on TV on the 6th of January, I literally was second. I, I, it was the same. It was the same for me as watching, uh, Mr. Floyd being murdered. It was, it was, it was the same kind of like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. And I'm watching this. Um, and then, and then to see, and then to see as far as the insurrection goes, as far as people are. Oh, well, it's just, it was, it was like tourism. It was like tourists coming through the building. Uh, what? Really? I mean, it, these people were in mortal danger and now they're trying to say it didn't happen. And it's just, it's, I don't, I, I have no explanation. I don't know why they would, I, I can't, I can't, I just don't.
0: Well, are you talking why politicians would lie? Because the quote you gave was well, from a, uh, uh, Politician, I can't remember his name, but he he went on the floor and said, "You wouldn't have known it was different. You would have thought as." And then they, there's a picture of him showing how scared he was, hiding behind a Secret Service right. member. Um, they're just toying the political line. They're told, "Get in line, or you will be voted out of office." This is the narrative we're pushing. So I understand why they do it because
1: they're, okay, they're I understand it from feckless that point, cowards. But, right. Well, but I I guess who's to blame for that? Uh, we elect them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, so. Well, I one, thing I,
0: one thing I said last week uh, toward the end was that, see, you and I come from the same small town, and I, I always insult my small town, and uh, <laughs> gleefully so, but I got a little somber last week because I always make fun. I'm like, oh, my, you know, small town's stupid, but it is sad in a way that I said that these people are intellectually incurious. They, they, they don't want to understand life they want life to contort to their belief system. They want what they want, not what is. And so, yeah, we vote them into office and then we can willfully deny reality if it doesn't match our inner needs or wants, I suppose.
1: I guess. Um, the other, the other thing is maybe something with that too is, uh, Like if you, if you're searching for information on the internet, it's hard to even tell what's true or false anymore. So, I mean, if you hadn't seen the video of that, I mean, you'd have to live under a rock or in a cave, probably. But I mean, I used to be, I used to be in the other camp. I I think we talked about that the first time I was on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I would have, I never paid attention to news. I never paid, I, I, I listened to sound bites. I mean, I was too busy with other stuff to even think about. But I would do the here a little sound bite and have the knee jerk reaction and and go from there. And I finally learned to not do that and to take it in, you know, investigate it a little bit or whatever. But it seems like nobody here still wants to do that. Um, which is kind of what you already said, but I, I don't
0: Well, you said it nicer worked. than 90. I mean it's
1: work. It's it's work, but it's work, it's work yeah. to do that. And if you're already, I guess my thought is, is if you're already working 40 or 50 or 60 hours a week and you're busy with your kids and you're busy with your life, that's more work that you don't want to do. I, I mean, I if, had I never have gotten hurt the first time and been off work for like a year, I never I probably wouldn't be any different. I probably would still be, but I had time, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had time to dig into things and I, I don't and it was out of boredom is more or less so you know people don't have the time to look into stuff so they hear what they hear and they go with that and you know of course livers are dumb so you can't talk to them um i don't know i i don't know it's just it's it's i think it's too much work for people to be honest
0: i mean that's a nice way of putting it it's a lot better that's it's a lot more compassionate than my take my counter would be that um and maybe this is expecting too much of people just change the fucking channel. Like literally that's all it takes sometimes because right. given how often Tucker Carlson has been in the news since January, um, given the things he has been saying, the misinformation he is spreading, you don't have to swallow that misinformation whole. I mean, if, if all you're going to listen to is sound bites, find sound bites that uh, are factual I guess would be my argument and I hear you people don't so it's a combination of what I said earlier people don't want to hear factual they just want to hear what they want to hear so they can feel angry or justified in their anger and I get what you're saying that they don't have time to search out truth so it's yeah they don't have time to read books or
1: time or the desire or that's
0: what I said the desire and so yeah that's it's a combination
1: I, I feel like we're um picking up too much time. The two white guys are talking way too much here.
0: I'm waiting <laughs> for him to jump in. I gave I mean, a big pause after Dalton uh, stopped talking last time. I'm like, all right. I mean, I don't know.
2: I mean, I guess it's like one of those things where I don't. I can't really speak to. Oh boy, you know, in a world where you have to be politically correct it's so difficult to speak
0: no it's not but just fucking talk let's not <laughs> yeah, just, worry yeah, about just, shit anymore yeah, yeah don't worry it's about not, it. it we always talk about like what we can and cannot say and i think we need to start just saying it
2: yeah i think that what happens is like here's the thing if you look throughout history right particularly the history of this country and then the people who founded this country and all that stuff, right? There's a really- I think Eminem
0: called that white America.
2: Yeah, exactly, right. So there's a long history of looking at the horrific things that one has done and then sanitizing them in a way that makes it look like you're the victor of said whatever encounter, right? Like, it's just kind of what we do as a nation. Like, our whole history is told from one particular perspective with one particular aim. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, when I I think I told you this the other day, I think I I was reading Walt Whitman. Was it Whitman? Yeah, I think you were. I
0: don't remember, yeah. Yeah, it was
2: Leaves of Grass, whatever, right? And I was just, like, cracking up. Because he wrote this thing in like 1890 something or 1850 something. Whatever it was, it was like about five years away from from massive Native American genocide and the Civil War and all these other just like but he's talking about the gloriousness of America and how amazing America is and how America is the, the country of countries and the dream of dreams and the things that make this thing amazing and blah blah blah, just all this stuff. And I was just like, oh my god, like dude, like for you, right?
0: I was but just gonna say, that can't that be the dichotomy? True. It can't but, both but, things but, be but, true but, at the same but, time but
2: it also wasn't true yeah we no but i'm not, saying that's the
0: dichotomy it's it's but true but it, and not true at the same, it same time it all depends it on wasn't
2: ever true mm. like that th- i mean that whole idea of cowboys and all this other stuff those people didn't look like john wayne they were dirty sick poor people and half the people were sick and died. like it wasn't pleasant oh, yeah you know yeah, yeah. I, I agree like, with it that was, it wasn't some like utopia do you know what I mean? Like, like this country is almost fundamentally, like if we're talking about something from birth, like there's a congenital birth defect that this country has that is to believe its own bullshit over and, over and over and over and over and over again. And then, and the problem is when you talk about religion, this is where we tie it back in. See, we don't go on a tangent. We tie it back in, right? Here's what happens, right? You start telling a lie. And then you kill all the people or the people all die off who know it's a lie. And then people keep perpetuating like it's the truth. And you do that for long enough. And what we call it is religion, right? Essentially.
0: (laughs) This is true.
2: That's essentially what we call it, right? But in this country, what goes on is religion in the way that there is like... I don't know who said that God is dead. I mean, Sartre. Sartre, 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 Sartre I can't roll my R's right well these days. It's all the drugs I did in the sixties. Uh, I think was it he who said that God is dead, right? But
0: but I mean, like, probably Marx, Yakami. Right.
2: No, but I mean, in a practical sense, we don't have God as the center of our our community life, our work life our home life, like God is no longer the center of it, right? Something else has replaced it, a kind of nationalism, a kind of consumerism, a kind of blend of patriotism, you know what i mean these things that is the new religion and it's it's no well, different than any of the other bullshit things
0: let me let me interrupt just to the question sure. was god ever at this center or isn't that the pipe dream of make america great again that god was at the center in the 50s when it wasn't true or god I mean, was at the center in the see, depression this like is,
2: this is what i mean like like and and i won't say like I'll say Americans because I'll throw everybody in there because we're all part of the same mix. Like this is the thing, right? Like the things that are the problem in the black community are the problems in the white community. They just take longer to show up because it just has to spread through more of you before it reaches a, a critical mass of whatever the percentages that it takes for something to be noticed, right? If black people are only 12%, and let's say it. The, out of that 12%, we make that 12% 100. Let's say it takes 15% of something. For, when 15% of the people are affected, then everybody notices it, let's just say, right? So in the white community, 15% of like, what, 200 million? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know what the numbers are. Maybe it's one hundred and fifty. That's a lot. Of I was going to say, people. I
0: think you're shooting high because I think but
2: it might be one hundred and fifty million. Yeah. It might be somewhere around there. There's three hundred and thirty million people in the country. And I think the white people are the majority of the people, but maybe not when everybody adds up. Maybe it's only 50 percent. something. I was going to say, know. I
0: think we're I think we're I reaching 50 percent. I don't, I don't per, know what it now. is. Yeah, we're right. yeah, well, we're about to dip under it. Yeah, right. but, but which is how Trump still, got elected. But we're yeah, still like.
2: talking about 160 million people, right? So 15% of 160 million is very different than, you know, 15% of 12% of 330 million, which I don't know how to do math that quick. So somebody else figure that out. Um, but you know what I mean? And so what happens in the black community, it happens quickly. And then all of a sudden, eh, 15 years later, there's an opioid crisis in the white community, very similar to that of the crack epidemic, or there's the whatever that stuff is that you people make out of a bathroom cleaner. There you go.
0: <laughs> I was going to say I was very happy that you uh, said uh, opioid <laughs> and then crack because I was going to push back and say there isn't an opioid epidemic in the black oh, community meth, right? because wait, white wait. doctors refuse to prescribe it to black people
2: right Oops. exactly. Did,
0: did, did i hear you though did you say you people
2: i did <laughs> all right i'm just checking, just checking this <laughs> you know it's, it's what we call black privilege <laughs> oh okay fair enough no i'm kidding no but like but well, um hasn't you know. <laughs> america's
0: greatness and walt whitman's leaves i mean Hasn't the, hasn't it been the promise or the idea of what America could be or should be? Because that's the idea I get is America has a history of racism, sexism, homophobia, and still has all of those things in current day. At the same time, we have people fighting against racism, homophobia, and uh, sexism, and they're not thrown in jail because of those beliefs. They get shouted at sometimes, but I, it's, it's like I, I mean, said earlier, the dichotomy, the good and the bad. This is... All
2: right. I mean, sure. Right. Absolutely. 100%. You're
0: 100 so, so, so I don't... My, my point is you can't discount and say America sucks because we, we've done all these horrible things. And you can't say America rules because we've done all these awesome things. No. We're... The, I, the sum of our parts we're good and bad we're light and dark we're yin and yang
2: here's the thing here's the thing and this is the issue when people speak of when people say the term white supremacy right what they mean is not that that white people don't have to do anything what they mean is that the accepted way of being is what white people have decided it should be that's ultimately what it means right it doesn't really mean much more than that to be honest i mean it does but not really because with that comes an unspoken agreement that it just it per it colors all of life to a degree no pun intended right and in this particular case i think that i can look when i look at history here's here's i guess Here's the way that I'll make sense out of it, because I'm trying to formulate my thoughts, because it ultimately has nothing to do with white people, right? It has to do with this. When I read Walt Whitman's words, I know he's not talking about me, even though my people have been here longer and had more to do with the building of this country than Very than half the people who read those words and feel like they're American when their family got here after there was a 19 in the timeline. Do you know what I mean? Or even even the 1950s. Like people who got here in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s feel American. Their children feel American and read the words of Walt Whitman and go, yeah, he's talking about me because he ultimately is. And when I read those words, I'm fundamentally aware of the fact that he's absolutely not talking about me even though I'm an American.
0: Does Candace Owens feel the same way you do?
2: I don't know if she does or doesn't. I would imagine that if she thinks that Walt Whitman was. And and listen, I can't talk about Whitman specifically because maybe Whitman was a huge abolitionist, right? Like, I honestly don't know, right? So I will use him loosely, right? When I read those words, like, I guess here, let's we'll, we'll take it out of Whitman and put it to the Constitution. When they said all men are created equal, they didn't mean me. They're very clear about that. They're very clear about the fact that that's not what they meant. They didn't ultimately mean you either. They mean you now because you're a land-owning white male. Do you know what I mean? But that's really what they meant. They went, meant white men with power. That's what it meant, right? So if we're going to decide that we can retroactively apply all those things to mean everybody who's now considered an American and we're going to collectively accept that as being the truth, right? Then I would say, sure. I can read Whitman's words and I can do all that. I would argue, not argue, I would posit I would posit that in the mind's of the average, the when I was in Boston and the woman with the Irish accent told me the, the great, she must have been 90, she was a day, right, on the T, go back to African nigger. She didn't see that that was really weird. You know what I mean? She didn't think that there was anything odd about the fact that she still had a thick Irish accent and that I'm the one who is fucked up for being here. I'm not saying she's fucked up for being here either. I'm right. not saying that. But what I'm saying is like, it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird that in this country, I, and this is, I'll make this a personal thing because I can't speak for all people. I feel like when I read American history, they're not talking to me. And I feel like the accomplishments and just the way that Black culture, and black people are woven into the fabric of what this country actually is. And that if anybody talk, if you want to talk about rising up through hardships and and facing up to stuff and being brave and blah, 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 it's like really like black people don't fit that mold for what I do. You know what I mean, like all the stuff that this country is supposed to be about. But it doesn't feel that way. And I know that facts don't care about my feelings. You know what I mean? Like, I get that, but it is weird when to tie it all back in. When I look at the thing on January 6th, I'm like, well, of course, like everybody knew this was going to happen. Every black person knew this day was coming. We've been talking about, but like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah, I wasn't
0: surprised it. by it at all. I, I wasn't surprised, shocked, sickened. I'm like, oh yeah, we, we talked about this before. It seemed like yeah, the natural right. conclusion of to, like, of
2: course it is. Yeah. But I'm also not so, surprised that everybody's trying to deny it because that's where I was going. Yeah. What, bring it back that's home. What has happened all the, like, if you ask white people in 1960, is this race, is everything's going on racist? They will say no, absolutely not. Things are so much better than they used to be. There's no race problems anymore. And if you ask white people in the 70s and in the 80s and in the 90s and now, and maybe what we need to figure out is that maybe white people don't actually know. Like maybe history knows, maybe white people know in retrospect what is fucked up and racist, but maybe in the reality, maybe there's, and like, do you ever notice like in your own life personally, I do this all the time. I look back at things in my life and I go, oh, that was an opportunity to do this thing and I just couldn't recognize it. Like I just couldn't see that that's what was being offered to me because it didn't look like what I expected it to. And then why, is, why can't that be true in all these other areas of my life that I can only see them in retrospect?
0: Well, that's, I was just going to say, and then, because that's life in a nutshell. It is very, I think, I don't, I don't know if difficult's the right word, but I think very rarely does anybody in any walk of life see or become aware of exactly what's happening when it's happening it's only in retrospect that we do look back or it explained to us it is explained to us what happened um i mean I and know. so i mean i'll i'll annoying. tell you <laughs> 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 i'm going to i'm going to go inappropriate given given everything uh, all the the history bombs you just dropped all over us uh I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story that, that is, is that's inappropriate to the seriousness of it, and I have to now because it popped into my head. It just popped fucking in there as like the stay puffed marshmallow man. My <laughs> mind was blank, and then I said we only understand things in retrospect, and boom, it right there popped right in. Um I was at an open mic in Los Angeles, uh in a bar downtown, and the bar was attached to a hotel. And I did my time and afterward uh, I'm at the bar with my buddy Tom and we're hanging out. And this woman from the audience is, is over and she's talking to us. She's talking to me and <laughs> she is saying shit like, yeah, I'm only in town for tonight on business. I've got a room upstairs right now. And I'm going, Oh really? Well, good for you. Yeah. What kind of business are you at? Oh, that's neat. And finally she got sick of talking to me and left. And Tom was like, dumb fuck she Mm -hmm. wanted you to go up to the hotel room with you and i'm like huh what you know like me Mm -hmm. me (laughs) like he was it was was only after it was over and i looked back and listened to like even telling it right now i'm saying she was saying yeah i have a hotel room upstairs my company's paying for it i'm leaving in the morning and i'm just like "Uh uh-huh yeah wow good for you so yeah we only understand things after they happen a really bad uh, analogy for what you were talking about, but it popped into my head and I felt the unnecessary need to share it.
2: I mean, I, it's funny because I have had that situation happen to me and I was blinded personally for the same kind of foolishness that I think we're talking about. I would, when those kind of things happen to me, I didn't believe it was happening at the time because at that point in my life, I actually believed that women of quality would never do such a thing. Yeah. Like this, uh, this attractive, well-spoken, you know, well-dressed, well-to-do woman would never want to have a one night stand.
0: Oh, I wouldn't take it that far. I I believe that I just would never happen to me like okay
2: either way yeah Uh, but like it's like my belief about that was like women wouldn't do that even though it always shocked me when i was a kid and i would call up some girl's house and her parents go that antar boy he's so sweet because i'd be like hello mrs so-and-so this is antar i speak with so-and-so and so they are like oh he's so sweet i'm like what makes you think nice guys don't like to fuck like, what makes you think that? Like, what makes you think that I also don't want to bury my dick balls deep in your daughter? Like, just because I'm nice doesn't mean I don't want to fuck her. You know what I mean? The two things have nothing to do with each other, you know? And I, but it I it took me a long time to realize that women were that way also.
0: Oh, yeah. But just they because like they're sex. nice
2: and sweet doesn't mean that they don't want to go out and get laid sometimes. And that doesn't make them bad people. doesn't make them stupid. It doesn't make them anything. It makes them human beings who want to go out and have sex sometimes, you know? And it's like. Once I realized that I was able to see those kinds of situations much more clearly, I would argue that most of what we talk about in these situations is based on the same thing. Faulty beliefs. I mean, like it's your beliefs that allow you to see something right? Like what you believe or not
0: see it or be blind to it.
2: Right. It's like a filter. Like your belief system is the filter through which you arguably see everything. It's not actually facts in reality. It's your beliefs. We like let, to think it's facts, but it's not.
0: You know. Well, let me interrupt you to bring yes, Mike into please. this then, because yes, yes um, please. make me stop talking. Well, both of us stop talking because <laughs> well, I'm, Mike, I'm
1: just happy to. I'm just happy to know that that I'm not alone in having that happen to me too. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: You said. Um, well, to be fair, that was the only time any woman's ever hit on me, um, <laughs> except for when I was at the Hard Rock with Barrett, and I'm just talking to this woman. and <laughs> This was just uh, two years ago, so I, mean, I, I, was, I absolutely was, was married silly. and not even trying anything, but, um, you know, we walked out of the store, and you're like, dude, she she was indie. I'm like, huh? I was just talking to her. What are you talking about? I, I'm still completely fucking clueless. Yeah. Because, it's again, so I'm married, not trying to hit on her, just talking to her, and you said she was throwing this. vibes. Yeah um (laughs) so earlier you said you were um sickened by january 6th did you say you were surprised i think you said you were surprised no no, okay
1: totally not surprised
0: okay um because i thought that's what was going to be the compare and contrast is how like belief systems how you didn't see this coming and or oh no 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 okay
1: no just and, and like i said i mean sickened in the way that i don't i don't enjoy watching people die get get seriously hurt uh, well no, that, no no
0: no no i mean yeah.
1: i mean you know i didn't that's, you, that's, you that's, that's said you watched george I floyd
0: i never watched that because i don't need to see it i
1: i, I didn't i couldn't watch that to its conclusion i yeah. i could not i couldn't i saw a part of it and i'm like nope not watching this yeah no i never no, i never you, saw
0: the daniel pearl video either i just i remember when that no, was me either like not not happening um all right well that throws my question sideways because i was going to ask something along those lines about uh, the, the belief. Well, then let me let me let me pivot to you are in the town I always insult. Um, what is the general consensus when you're out and about or is there a sense of th- that uh, you are isolated in your beliefs or are you is there commonality? Some people believe that uh, the sixth was, Necessary. Some people believe it was Antifa or where I'm not asking you to speak for O'Connell walk, but
1: I, to be honest, I don't really know because I don't really talk to too many people here. I'm pretty <laughs> isolated in my own little, my own little shack, but, um, it seems to me when I get into different conversations with some people there, most of them seem to have the opposite viewpoint that I do. And I always Find that interesting, even even people that are like, oh, that's that's surprising um, that you would think that, but it, it's still the same town. It's the same town that you left. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's bigger. We have more condominiums now. you Can't see the lakes anymore, but otherwise, it's the same town that you left. Um, I don't want to insult it because I live here, but I mean, it's <laughs> it's this is a town that always seems to think that it's something that it's not um like like i always used to say we're trying to be brookfield brookfield is a you know an upper class or it used to be anyway an upper class suburb of milwaukee and we're trying to be that and we're
0: not i never got that sense i always got the sense that uh walk was because Milwaukee had black people in it. That Oconomowoc was we're not you. We're 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 exclusive. We are we're better than that. When I moved there, that was the impression I yeah. got
1: that it was. I, I I think that's what I was trying to get. Maybe it didn't come across that way, but yeah, that's that's kind of. I always say that there's three types of people that live here. Um, there's the people that think they're rich. There's the people that are really rich, and then there's the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And and usually the really rich people are pretty okay um it's the people that think they have money and they can talk down to people and force people to do what they want uh there seems to be an awful lot of those in this area um and then and then regular people like me who you know we're just here i grew up here here's where i am so but it still seems to be fairly red around here
0: well let me let me go personal then i don't know that i've ever asked you this um there's no real answer and and i do this without judgment why are you there i mean you said i grew up here is where i am i spent a lot of time there but i got the fuck out and when i look on facebook and i see the people that stay there i don't see and i'm you know again shouldn't say this but i don't see much in the way of and i'm you know you'll confirm this i don't see much in the way of development or growth as a person I see you know you know stagnation because they didn't get out and experience the world right. or if they did it frightened them and they ran home like the um, people I like from O'Connell Walk are the peoples that are that, that do travel that do read that do you know experience life and right and when I, that's, that's, I say that incorrectly when I say the people I do like, I, cause I, I like all my dumb friends. I don't care that they, you know, they're red. It, it's, I, I feel more like eh, about it than anything else, but I don't like, God damn it. How do you vote Trump? So how, how did you end up there? How did you. Well,
1: the first time I left, I wound up going down to a suburb of Houston, Texas, and that was horrifying which is i i would rather, mexicans um n- no <laughs> not necessarily
0: uh a lot of a lot of crime it was a very it was a lot it was of a ripe opportunity for a joke and everybody just I, sat there like it was a uh, goddamn serious question mexicans goddamn you guys no laughter yeah, I, at all
1: I couldn't, I couldn't keep the hubcaps <laughs> on the car um
0: there we go so, uh, Roll them no up.
1: no no for uh <laughs> i'll get canceled too good uh like I went to a taco bell one time and there's bullet holes in the drive thru window. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And I, the only job I could, I could get down there was third shift working at a convenience store. Mm-hmm. And I and all the convenience stores in that particular, I had the, like the two inch bulletproof glass yeah. just and I'm like, ah, uh, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm small town kid from Wisconsin coming down here. This is too much for me. So that kind of freaked me out. And I came back home and then, um, i don't know i i am wanting to get out of here now and right now it's just financial the only reason i'm still here well financial and um and uh my girlfriend's parents are still living so she doesn't want to go
0: Got you. away
1: i was gonna say you loves. can be
0: poor anywhere this is america right
1: <laughs> right yeah i know um so that's, I mean, that's, you don't have to
0: justify it. I didn't mean to throw you on the chopping no, block, no. Or...
1: but the other, the other reason, the other reason too, is, um, I don't, you, I don't know that you know this, but my dad died when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I always kind of had a feeling like, okay, well, I have to be here for my mom. And so that, that's kind of why I, when I came back from Texas, I tried to go to Waukesha. No, I went to Waukesha first. and Then I went to Texas that that doesn't matter but um i always kind of felt like well i have to watch out you know i have to be here for my mom and i have to be here for my sister cuz my dad's not around anymore and then my sister w- was married and she was out so i'm like okay well somebody's got to be here to take care of my mom and then when she passed away by that time i was married and had got had roots here so hmm. yeah but but i mean you know it's it's i, I do i kind of i kind of want to go away from here though I don't know where, but, and I do like it. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a nice area as far as scenery.
0: Yeah. I mean, Um, it was pretty. I remember that. I honestly have not been back since much Uh, long after graduation i think
1: think the last time you were here was when you did that little gig at olympia yeah and i never went past olympia i went skirted in the highway i could
0: go deeper into the town nope back on the highway and gone (laughs) i thought about it but then i'm like nah i'm I'm close enough already
1: how many times have you driven past it i mean you know oh there's the exit not not stopping not today
0: (laughs) yeah I think yeah. uh, the, <laughs> I don't want to say the happiest I was, but when I, the, the high school reunion I did go to, I'm like, fine, fuck it, I'll go just to see what's going on. And I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking to almost everybody, um, but I was kind of happy that it wasn't in Oconomowoc Walk proper. <laughs> it was, right. it was outside of Waukesha. They couldn't, I don't know why, but it was, it was 20, 30 minutes away from Oconomowoc, which was odd, but I'm like, eh, this feels appropriate. Yep.
1: I think the last one we did was in Watertown.
0: Yeah. And the only problem with going to it is then they kept inviting me to more. I'm like, I know I saw you guys once. That's enough. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I went to the, what, the 25th or something I'm like I'm good. I'm good. Maybe yeah. if I'm alive by the time we have a 50th or 60th,
0: that's what Maybe. I said. I said, if I'm Maybe. not dead, 50.
2: But I mean yeah. like in a, in a world of Facebook, what does it matter? You yeah. I mean like you used to go to, to reunions because these are people you hadn't seen or been in touch mm-hmm. with in, 15 10 15 20 30 40 50 60 years now it's like i know i know about everybody's kids and this one's kid plays the trombone and this one's kid does ballet and this one's kid races races go karts and this one just got a promotion selling real estate it's like i know all the stuff about the people i don't need to go in the, the people that i actually really care about consistently i talk to you know yeah I mean?
0: that that's that's how i am too and and i'll say this and then i'll shut up um and this i'm just stating this because it seems to be the truth i'm not saying it for any other reason other than i have observed that the people most interested in mike R reunions are the people that never left like it's it's not like I'm not going to name names, but we, we got, I got a classmate down in Florida that I like. That's a good guy that, you know, I sort of stay in touch with on Facebook. He's not the one going, Hey, got to get back to walk You know, it's, it's the people that stayed there that are, you know, gung ho reunions coming up. I'm like, yeah, but you guys all see each other anyway. Like you all still live there. I, and so I found right. that, I guess, odd, you know, it is what that's
1: it is. Something It's something it's it's fancier than seeing each other at the bar.
0: That's where they had Basically. the last one, though.
1: <laughs> A different bar then. A different bar. Because
0: that That's was amazing. always my
1: excuse too. When they said, "Well, why aren't you?" I'm like, "I'll just go to the bar later and run into all there." What do I got to go to this crap for? <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh. Well, let me ask you guys this because I I hear I'll say you people yet again.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say you people too.
2: I know, because great minds think alike.
0: <laughs> and, and so do ours <laughs>
2: Exactly <laughs> I
0: was going to say white American White America
2: but, but like I have not traveled All throughout every all the 50 states In this country I have not been to the deep south Since I was a child really Right Unless I flew in and flew out You know fly in a flower Miami Do a gate fly out flying to Nashville, fly out, you know what I mean? But, like, so I don't know what Alabama, Louisiana, deep Florida, shit like that, I don't know what those places are like, you know? But I've been out in the Midwest a bit. I've been Northeast and a handful of the Western places, you know? I've never, I haven't had anybody do anything to me that was fucked up and racist and shitty. Most of that stuff happened here in the liberal Northeast. You know what I mean? Like I got, I think I got pulled over in Indiana going 75 in a 65 or 80 in a 65, you know what I mean? And the guy had me dead to rights, out of state. You know what I mean? No reason to be nice. And he gave me a warning, told me to pin the the cruise control, you know, at 65 and have a say, have a nice trip. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? I got a got a hot white girl sitting next to me. I'm speeding. I'm from out of state. Like he had every, every fuck I like, I knew I was getting a ticket because I was in. Out here in the Midwest where everybody's racist. I, mean, I had nothing like that happen to me. You know what I mean? Now, maybe I just have been extremely lucky. But I remember one of the first tours I ever did was this guy, Larry Mitchell, man. It was like a van tour. We were touring. And he would go to a club. We'd be in some small backwater town in Pennsylvania, New York State, some little place. And there'd be somebody at the, at, at the gig who'd be like, oh, my God, you guys are so great. Can You can come stay with us tonight. He'd cancel the hotel room because this is back when you could do that. And they wouldn't charge your credit card, you know. And, and we'd stay in strange people's houses. And I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? We don't know these people. Like, what are you doing? And that's what we did. And they'd make us breakfast. And it was always fine. And but then I talk to my white friends and they tell me how bad white people are, but that not to say that I haven't had racist experiences, I've had plenty of them, but not in the way and in the places where people told me I was supposed to. So I say all that to say this when you guys say small town and you call it a red state, in my mind, that implies a lot of stuff that I have not actually seen. In these red states, in small towns,
1: do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Well, I can, I can, I think I can help you with that a little bit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I used to, um, I used to work for a black fellow mm-hmm. in the postal service. I, I drove for him. He was, he was my boss, and I loved him. He was a great guy. But you wouldn't believe what I heard about him behind his back. Because he wasn't there. Oh, you're working for that. Uh, or. Barrett, say
0: it quick, just so we are. what, what
1: the, the, the N-word. The, I can't the, say.
0: That Night time? Or,
1: or, 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 or how's the. Nearsighted? How's the, uh, yeah. How's the nearsighted guy treating you?
0: I'm confused. I mean, Bear. can you help was, me out was, here? Con- I, have, <laughs> I have no idea what's.
1: But I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of, oh, you're, they're not, they're not around we can be talkful and say whatever the hell we want.
0: Yeah. Um, I. That's what I remember from high school too, is I remember showing up in or actually before high school, I moved from Milwaukee to Appleton. And that's where I first experienced uh, the N word, you know, white people saying it. And I just remember being, you hate these black people. And I don't see any in your town. Who do you hate? Like, I just came from Milwaukee where all my friends were black and you you hate these people that don't live here um i'll put another spin on what michael just said um i think it is in ownership and i fundamentally believe and this is why i insult my friends but i still like them like i i know a lot of people that over the past four years of trump we're like, nope, not talking to him anymore. Fuck them. Fuck everybody on the right. And I, I can't do that. Like, I'll still talk to my idiot friends because they say the same thing about me. Tim, that fucking faggot liberal. Um, like, you know, it, Dalton's told me, you know, a couple, you know, like Tim was just too liberal. He's whatever. And I don't care that they say this about me because I know who I am. Um, It's about ownership. And I believe that most people exist drifting to the center. The problem is the wings are the loudest, the the AOCs and the Tucker Carlson's and the Jim Jordan's and the Ilian Omar's. And what people in the center left and right do, and I'm guilty of this, uh, is we jump over the people that are closest to us and judge everybody by the extreme. And so... Everybody that voted for Trump for whatever reason, and I know full well people did it in 2016 just to throw a grenade into the mix. They're like, fuck it. I don't like Hillary. I'm voting for this guy. And it goes back to what Michael said up front, which is they didn't put a lot of thought into it. They didn't research who he was as a person. They just went, you know, not a politician. Fuck it, voting for him. It didn't mean they loved him. It didn't mean they supported him. But a lot of the red state is judging every person that happens to vote democrat by aoc or the parent they see in the grocery store that has the shittiest kid ever and they're trying to negotiate with it instead of saying fuck you get in the car you know there is like sweetie 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 or so we we group group think we lump everybody in with the other side and that's what creates the division and when you interact with people, in part, you have what Michael said, you have people that are being nice to your face, but not otherwise. But then you actually have people who are just generally good, nice people that don't vote like you do. And it doesn't mean they hate other people. It's they, they seriously believe like there are people that seriously believed Trump was going to be a good businessman, just like other people seriously believe that bernie sanders should create equality among everybody by taxing the unholy fuck out of billionaires i mean it's it, it doesn't make them bad or racist or suspicious of the other side it's just in you look at the other side and you see the worst in that side instead of commonality between you and the other person
2: i mean i think this is what when we talk about the irredeemable thing um, it comes back to that, which is something we haven't talked about in a long time in any in, in-depth in way, but it's that that for all of you new to the podcast, it's that concept of between the left and right politically, there seems to be like both sides are irredeemable in the eyes of the other because it's not good versus bad. It's good versus evil. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a very different thing. It's good versus something that has no no hope like each one of us feels like we're the rebellion and they're the empire you know which mm-hmm. is funny you know but i want to tie this back to something that mike said about people just not wanting to put in the work i think that's what it is i think that we as americans are fundamentally lazy thinkers do you know what i mean i, would, like I as, absolutely as, agree with that i totally a, agree with that you know, like totally. as a culture. Because you could argue that, well, yes, racism, blah, 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 sexism, gender stuff, all these things and people disliking each other goes on all around the world and has for whatever, right? And all that stuff is true. But there are some cultures that really pride themselves on education, right? There's some cultures that, that really like, they think that education is really important, you know? And I think that having a well-rounded education and having skills in a bunch of the arts and stuff is really important. And whether that stuff is or isn't, I can't say. But what I can say is that I find that when I meet people who have had what we might call a classical education in that sense, they they tend to be not necessarily more open-minded, but they tend to be less lazy thinkers. Even if I disagree with them, their thinking isn't lazy. It just might be myopic, you know what I mean? But it's not lazy, you know what I mean? Like they're not, you know, and I feel like we have decided that like book learning is something for them, you know, liberal, inner them liberal, high society, whatever. You know what I mean?
0: Kind of. Um, I'm glad you brought that up at the end. Cause that's where I was going to go, because I think that goes to division and ownership again. What I said a minute ago, um, I, could be wrong i'm probably wrong but my my what i witness and what i see is i believe the right or the, the extreme right i'll label it that way is aligned with what you just said you know liberal inst- uh, universities are liberal institutions that uh, give out degrees in uh, transsexual studies that have no merit in the real world and then the far left is everybody needs a degree in transsexual studies and nobody should be a mechanic and that's why i find it sad that someone like biden comes along and says we need two years of community college there's nothing wrong with being an hvac worker you know just just get a simple degree and you know you earn a good fucking decent living as a plumber you know um So I think it's both sides. I think the left looks down on manual labor, or that's the belief that the left looks down on manual labor, and the belief is the right looks down on book learning. Uh, So, again, where is the crossover? Where's the gray zone? Where are the shades of pink? (laughs) I I I just had to throw that reference in at the end. We've done it like five times on this. I know, but but it's so I haven't seen the movie in years. What I'll
2: say: don't say the name of the movie. And whoever guesses the name of the movie gets a free copy of Nathan's new CD and the new Katie Henry CD, but we're, that's all we're going to tell you. Yes. that's it. All right. And Mike, you don't count cause you're here. You'll get a free copy anyway, but you're, yeah. you're not. Well, a I think
0: it's once the it's name. on Spotify, most people get a free copy, yeah, but uh, we're bumping up against an hour. We should start wrapping it up. I don't know that we stayed well, entirely on topic. I don't think we, maybe we drifted no, i don't know
2: we I mean, were in the same lane I, yeah.
0: mean, I, just
1: wanted, I just wanted to add something real quick You were yeah i'm not cutting this. off
0: i'm just saying let's let's do uh, closing thoughts
1: yes. okay well i just i was telling you nathan earlier i was just reading an article because after you sent me what the topic was i was kind of curious and you mentioned the extreme right and i found it fascinating to and i think it was this was in the guardian and i i don't know what side they tend to sway i think they're a little bit on the liberal side aren't they
0: I believe Sorry. so,
1: but but at any rate, um, the with all the ev- evangelical Christians, it uh, I, I don't I'm paraphrasing, so I don't know how to say this, but it, it's causing um, they termed it like an allergic reaction to uh, religion. So religion is just slowly, slowly with the with the younger kids and the, you know up millennials and whatnot they're seeing how uh, evangelicals are using the religion and, and, uh, and, uh, oh, Jesus, that's after 10. I'm stumbling all over words now. Um, But the evangelicals, they're they're like poisoning themselves, poisoning the idea of religion to the younger generations because of what they're doing and how they're using it as far as in, in, as far as politics go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, I kind of actually think that's a positive thing. You yeah, know, I mean, well, yeah, I, what, mean
0: so, I made a joke on here a while ago that uh, if anybody watched would get me in trouble where uh, Barrett and I were talking about how the highest suicide rate is among white males of a certain demographic, certain age. And I'm like, eh, good. You know, bye. <laughs> and yeah. Barrett was the one that was more compassionate. He's like, well, these are people that are hurt. And I'm like, well, yeah, then they shouldn't vote against their own best interest. But, you know, I hear you. It, it, I, I have that evil, gleeful side in me when I hear that. But I also, Barrett and I discuss this repeatedly. We both wish we had faith because there is something beautiful and comforting in true faith. I do agree with you that it has been corrupted and that steers me away from it.
1: Right, So right. I, I had, I had written some a while back about my, my lack of faith and wishing I could, wishing I could let my brain go that direction. I just can't. I, I, I don't, I don't know.
0: Barrett, but, closing thoughts.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. or not? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, it's just something that like they're never short. That's all. It's, but it's, what do you what do you people think about this? Right, exactly. <laughs> well played, sir. Um, well, I, I, as a black person.
0: <laughs> By the way, very quickly, before we get into this, I, I do want to say that I'm actually kind of angry right now. I just realized I'm angry before we started recording. There was a dog giving Mike kisses and it was like, oh, and he said, what? oh, he'll be coming what? in and out of frame the entire time. Haven't seen the right. goddamn dog the Here's, entire episode.
1: This is this is Sam. Yeah. He's, come here, Scooter. Come here, buddy. Hi, buddy.
0: There we go. All come right. Here, Scooter and Sam. There I did that go. to uh, to buy, uh, were, buy some time for Barrett, who was gathering his thoughts. They were you know, being very it's, good at sleeping.
2: It's, uh, that's a cute dog. It's not even gathering my thoughts. It's just figuring out if I even want to say it.
0: Um, yes say it it, i said that earlier we need to stop censoring ourselves
2: not even censoring for that it's just like when it comes to the religion thing the thing is that that, like again god is not at it god is not at the center of you in the church anymore like again i don't know that god was ever at the center of church right i know jesus says whenever two or more gathered there that is a church and maybe whenever two or more gathered in his name that's a church but but it seems (laughs) That and also, jesus
0: also said that uh, the path to to have to to my father is through me not yes. the church like his rabbi, whole point of exactly. existence was to provide access to god without a church yeah. without anyone yeah. in the way of you a priest I mean, a rabbi uh yeah. you know
2: this is what i mean like, like you know but like so when we start to think about it like m- when money becomes the new god Which is what it is these days, right? Like money is the
0: new God, right? Or define new because hasn't money been the God? It has been for a while, quite a while.
2: But I mean, but then maybe like again, like it's, you know, something we don't have to go into a deep dive into. But like if we take ideas like defund the police, which most people, if you explain to them what it actually means, agree with it. Even conservative people agree with it when you explain what it actually means, right? But we know that that's a ridiculous name for it. It's just Mm -hmm. an absurd name for it. And the Democrats, as they say, as my people say, they steady coming up with stupid names for shit.
0: You know (laughs) what I mean? (laughs) Worst fucking messaging ever.
2: Right. But I mean, but like, but the thing is that like, it's actually done on purpose. This is what I mean. Like, I don't think that, I don't think that the world is as bad as we think it is, right? Like when white people see black people, uh, again, it has been my experience oftentimes that when I'm in a place where there's not a lot of black people around and I walk by a car, I often hear the doors shut and the alarm go off, even if I heard it go off already once or twice, because people forget. And And I've seen it go off when I get near the car, people go, ooh and do that i've seen people pull their kids in clothes i've seen people do all kinds of things now maybe that has nothing at all to do with my skin color right it's possible right
0: possible but i've never seen it happen once in my life so
2: right but like but here's the thing so white people can have a completely irrational fear of black people based on what they would call statistics that their own life has never borne out to actually be true let me but, interrupt.
0: Is it statistics or is it manipulated media coverage or movies or I mean bullshit? It, doesn't,
2: it doesn't matter. Whatever the reason is. Okay. The reason is it's not true though, right? Like most of the violence that's ever been visited upon either of you has probably not been at the hands of somebody, a person of color. That's just the truth, right? Most of the stuff that has ever happened to you, unless you grew up in a black neighborhood,
0: that's Which what I was going to say. Saying, the one time I got my ass kicked, it was because it was by a black kid. But fair right. enough, I was being right. white in that black neighborhood. The black so.
2: neighborhood, but yeah, right. But like most of the stuff, most of the crimes, most of the girls in Oconomowoc get raped by little white boys, not black boys. The black boys from Milwaukee don't drive in there to rape white girls. It's not what they do. Do you know what I mean like you know? I mean, at least I don't think they do. I, that's what we talk about what I meeting, I check with your
0: Milwaukee branch because right, I don't right.
2: know I was saying, the meetings that I go to, that's not what we do. Yeah so you know, and so like, I wonder if like much of this stuff is meant to keep us divided, right? like oh, absolutely the, is. but I mean like because the reality is this, statistically speaking, I'm not likely to get shot by a police officer. Do you know what I mean? statistically speaking i'm not it doesn't change the fact that i'm terrified when i get pulled over right because i've seen a lot of videos of people who look like me getting shot by cops but most of my interactions with cops are pretty benign or worst, i get a ticket and i'm just pissed off you know when i'm alive you know not that that should be a feat you know, I should. I write that. Should, you
0: know, <laughs> I made it out of that speeding ticket with only a ticket.
2: Woo! Right, right. That's like, or the bar is quite low these days, right? But you know what I mean. Like, if like I, I'm, I understand that to a certain degree, my fear of police is artificial. It's manipulated, mm-hmm. right? And I believe that white people's fear of black people is highly manipulated. That being said, my own experience. I hear what again i hear what you guys say that all these that these white guys run around saying you work for this nigger and how's it like blah 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 see I oh said, that right? was the n-word right, that's was the other, yeah. right oh right i don't i don't like these nighttime negroes <laughs> right. nightingale
1: i just right. i, I was wrong i had the surgery no i actually physically can't say it
0: right <laughs> that's awesome well, I, I think it's it's. I don't think it's black and white or black and. I think it's it's and I'm we're not. Gonna, I, it it is in this day and age, and it it has been for a while. It's media manipulation. It's darkening OJ's skin. It's it's the it, it's clickbait. It's this white cop is going to shoot this like. Okay. We got to sign off, but it it goes to, (laughs) I think it was a Seattle Seahawk, a guy that was bipolar, went off his meds, a white football player that beat up his black girlfriend. And that was the headline, white football player beats up black girlfriend, racist asshole, piece of shit. And then you read down, it's like, but it was a black girlfriend. He plays around black people. Like he was bipolar. Like she said, he was having a manic episode. She was with him for a reason. And I doubt that reason was because she had an inferiority complex and liked being treated like shit. Whatever, I mean, you know, right. but it was like the headline had to scream white on black crime because that oh, got yeah. the clicks and made people angry. Okay. I got to shut up. I'm going to do one more example. Um, <laughs> But it's, it's, it's headlines and not content. This happened on Twitter today. Uh, The headline was, guy who drank 12 energy drinks a day had a heart attack now wants to get them banned from, uh, something. And so I went down the Twitter feed and everyone was saying he drank 12 a day. He he doesn't want kids drinking energy drinks. And they're like, why is this dumb fuck drinking 12 a day? Oh no shit. You had a heart attack 12 a day. Oh, you're such an asshole. Like everything said that, but I clicked the article and it was his daughter, his 10 year old daughter went into a store and said, I want one of those uh, big monster drinks and bought one. And he said, this is, and so the content was he learned through personal experience that it was a fuck up and he doesn't think kids should have it, but the headline screamed, Hey, look what this asshole did to have a heart attack. And that's all people read. And that's all anybody reads is the headline. And this goes back to, and we'll close it out. Now it goes back to sound bites. It goes back into not having the time to, and to research something, thinking. lazy thinking, we're intellectually, lazy. and curious. Fucking, and right, that's, what's keeping lazy. us divided.
2: That's exactly what it is. Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Hey, if
1: you if you have to change the name, that's another good name. Intellectually curious.
2: Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. All yes. right.
0: Could be. Yeah. All right, Mr. Michael. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, man. It's good to see you. Thanks. For,
1: thanks for having me. I love
0: talking to you guys. Yeah. Come thanks on.
1: for thanks for introducing us. I love, to, us to I love talking, talking to
0: you people. Yes. I would promote the road scholar, but uh, you don't really nah. do that. So.
1: Nah. Nah.
0: Uh, timmel.com is my website. Uh, Mm -hmm. we are 100 is my book, and uh, I just got a second um review where someone said they read it in one sitting because they started Mm -hmm. reading, couldn't put it down. So, I'm not saying you have to read it in one sitting, but uh, you can check out my book, and I hope you like it. And (laughs) katiehenrymusic.com and antargoodwin.com are where you can find my friend Barrett. Uh, the next album is in the bag, I've heard the songs, they're Fucking fantastic. Yeah, man. good stuff. And good they're stuff. starting to play again. So go to katiehenrymusic.com to see tour dates. Mostly Absolutely. 95, 97% on the East Coast, but they will be expanding as the album comes out. So, indeed, we will.
1: Hey, uh, b- biggest music festival in the summer, Summerfest. You guys can come yeah. here.
0: I've book told them about Summerfest in the past. Yeah. book a gig. Yeah. Or several. Yep. Yes. I gave, can, I actually gave him all the, well, let's, here, let's talk about right? this off air. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>
2: Bye. Bye.